In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. What's up, folks? It's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. It is Wednesday. We have already made it midway through the week. How has everybody's week gone so far? I'm kind of just in usually like a podcasting Bravo pop culture bubble. I mean, for the last since I've started this podcast now, and it is wild. How what is that? What is it like out there in the real world? Is it nice? It's it feels humid when I go outside. Um, I hope this week is treating you kindly. 
We've had a great week so far here. Sophie Ross, of course, on Monday. Tuesday, we did something a little different with a date with Dateline. And I got so much good feedback. Thank you so much for going with me on that one because it's fun to take these little detours. uh, Because all of this stuff, to me, is just, it hits the same pleasure buttons. This is all fascinating pop culture things that we all, uh, I mean, I just think it does. I'll say it. It makes our lives better. Okay, there. I said it. So what? Don't I? You're crying. Um... Let's see. Let's talk about a couple things. This is going to be a fun episode. Um, My parents, Bill and Becky Bailey, are back on the podcast finally. Uh, They had some attitude adjustments, and they had to to get to a place where they had to beg me to get back on the podcast. No, I actually have another segment with them, but your boy Ryan, I did this great segment. But let me take you behind. Let me show you how the sausage is made. Sometimes when I have to interview my parents, well, not sometimes, all the time, I have to use this recorder with actual microphones. And I take it to Arizona and I each give them a mic and it has a little SD card in it. Now, your boy Ryan, uh, I told you yesterday I, I broke my glasses when I sat on them and I just break and lose things. Well, I have lost that SD card. I, and I don't want to say, I want to say a loose lost. Like I prayed to Saint Michael. I think that's the the saint that that helps you find things. And my mom does. Your mom always do that. Pray to Saint Michael. Maybe you'll find it. <laughs> like poor Saint Michael's up there, just going, "Oh my God, he lost another thing." Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. At a certain point, um, so I have a lot of SD cards. I just haven't. I've got to go through all of them. I think it's on there. So instead, I have a new 20-minute interview with my folks, and uh, they are charming as ever. It was actually a really, really fun talk. And also, guys, if you're don't, if you new to the show, I used to have my parents on every week. Every week they would come on, and I've used them much less um, because, like I said, they're just they're monsters with their new their newfound celebrity. Um, but I, I was very happy to have them back, and they they definitely need to come back a lot more. And since we're just having fun today, I um, I have my Tom Girardi auction segment where me and friend of the pod, Megan Rooney, uh, who is a lawyer herself, we go over all of the auction items. We go over the ones that I have my eye on. We make some judgments. We're very, I'm very angry at Us Weekly and People Magazine for picking up this story. So now a lot of other people are bidding on this crap, and it's just not fair. (laughs) It's just not fair. I mean, I feel like I should be the only one bidding on this Tom Girardi stuff. And here's the deal. We have a lot of fun with this segment, but I I want to always point out uh, this money. It's great that it's being raised because it will go to the victims of this man's heinous crimes. But I'm uh, happy to make fun of him in the meantime. And this is very exciting, folks. I do want to point out once again, I pointed out in the interview, if you guys are bidding on this stuff, remember, you have to pick it up in person. So if you guys are bidding from your, you know, secret locations across the country, you know, that's not going to work. You got to come to old. And like I said, your old, your old pal, Ryan, I'm not going to be picking it up for everybody and shipping it out. But what I will, like, I'll be there. And I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be funny if I just stay there and just interview people all day? I just go, why are, hey, why, why did you buy his desk knickknacks? That's weird. What's all that about? You know? I bet I could make a killer podcast out of that. If anybody takes that idea, you're dead to me. Um, what else? Let's get into a couple things. So let's see. It's um, Wednesday morning. It's 1.50 a.m. Burning the midnight oil as usual. And I watched Real Housewives of New York again tonight. Uh, 
You know, I don't know why. I don't know why any of us do this to ourselves anymore. Uh, a lot of my friends and uh, people that I care about have stopped watching Roni a couple episodes ago. I am still watching it, and I have a lot of thoughts. and And this coincides with the news that Bravo has put Real Housewives of Dallas on. Uh, what, what are they calling it? Uh, pause. They're putting a pause on it. Uh, they are not going to be filming in uh, this year at all, um, neither 2022. So do not expect any new uh, Real Housewives of Dallas. So just to uh, let you know a little bit about that, when they say a pause, they put Dorinda Medley on a pause. So, you know, pause just means a break, right? But the last Real Housewives they put a pause on was Real Housewives of Miami in 2012. They've had a nine-year pause. So most likely Real Housewives uh, is done after their messy fifth season. Now, Kate Arthur, one of my favorite um, uh, favorite uh, what are, what are you, I'm so dumb. I was about a favorite news writers. Favorite rep- <laughs> She won my favorite news writers. She's got Kate Arthur. She writes for a variety. She writes my favorite news articles. Uh, Kate Arthur, one of the best. She covers the Bravo beat, if if you will, for variety, and she's just amazing. I always recommend her, like anybody, read her article when it was a Friday night for variety when Jax uh, didn't get uh, renewed his contract and got fired. And Kate's article, he was so beautiful, pointed out what a hypocrite he was, but she did it in such a professional, amazing manner. Just so well written. I like her so much. But anyways, she for Variety says the Real Housewives of Dallas will not film this year and a new season of the show will not air on Bravo in 2022. The network has confirmed a Variety. Uh, quote, there are currently no plans to bring back the Real Housewives of Dallas back next year. And beyond that, nothing official has been decided, a spokesperson at Bravo said Tuesday. Could you imagine the boardroom scenes on that of like, OK, guys, what are we doing with Dallas? Okay, everybody, let's go around the room, say your name, and say if you wanted to come back or not. Like, and then who, like, who, like, uh, Randy, you're going to be the spokesperson for this. Uh, you're going to tell Variety. Like, I want to know how all that, that sausage is made. So it says, though Bravo currently has no plans to go back into production on the show, The Real Housewives of Dallas has not been officially canceled because Bravo rarely does that. Like I said, in The Real Housewives universe, only the one season Real Housewives of D.C. was officially canceled. Um, Now, remember, The Real Housewives of Miami, you guys, is being revived on Peacock, which is NBC's streaming service. Now, here is my theory. If The Real Housewives of Miami really takes off on streaming... Real Housewives of Dallas could slide right into that Peacock slot because, you know, they've got the engine pretty much, you know, it's ready to go. Um, uh, Kate goes on to say, but the low-rated Real Housewives of Dallas had a fraught, sour fifth season, which prompted Bravo to put it aside for now. In season five, Dr. Tiffany Moon, who is Asian-American, joined the cast and faced strong headwinds from her fellow cast members Brandy Redman whose 2017 Instagram story in which she affected an Asian accent had gone viral in the months before production, told Moon she made her uncomfortable and that she couldn't be herself around Moon. Cast member Cameron Westcott and Moon butted heads for much of the season, especially after a dim-sum brunch at which Moon pushed the women to eat chicken feet. Uh, (laughs) This is... 
I'm a grown man reading this. Uh, the two of them argued on Twitter also, especially over Westcott's appearance on the Bravo talk show Watch What Happens Live, on which Westcott appeared to compare Moon to a Thai sex worker. Westcott's attorney later told Variety that the comment had been taken out of context and denied that Westcott meant the comparison. She was referring to how the other housewives acted during a trip to Thailand, her lawyer said. Uh, in the show's reunion episodes, Moon once again had to address these incidents and said that Redmond had not welcomed her, but that she didn't think she is racist. Moon also apologized to Westcott for pushing the chicken feed on her, and Westcott apologized to Moon for offending her and for not asking Moon, quote, more questions. But after the reunion episode aired, the Twitter conversation between Westcott and Moon got much uglier, and Bravo issued a statement standing by Moon. Though Bravo had filmed some test footage with Moon, cast member Deandra Simmons and three other women whose names have been reported by various Real Housewives fan accounts, I have never reported their names, though it's very easy to find if you look at a lot of the, their accounts. The networks has decided decided to step away for now. So uh, she ends the article with, There's no shortage of Real Housewives at Bravo. The network has seven different installments of the franchise in rotation, with Beverly Hills, New York City, and Potomac currently on the air, and season two of Salt Lake City premiering next month. The revival, The Real Housewives of Miami for Peacock, which has not yet been scheduled, will make it eight Real Housewives again. So Dallas, goodbye. Farewell for now. Avita Zane. Um... This is, I think, uh, 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 I go back and forth. I was one of the people that really liked Dr. Tiffany Moon. And Deandra, of course, has been on this show. And that means we would have got Mama D back in. It is chilling to think that they did film test footage. That really piques my interest a little bit, you know, because, I mean, that just, right? Like, I would love to get my hands on this test footage. And did it just not work? Like, where was the issue? I want to know more about that. If anybody has dirt, and here's the deal. I read a lot of Bravo um, Housewives Twitter and things like that. Everybody purports to have information about this stuff. And just remember, always be careful on who you choose to take information from because I've heard some wacky crap that never came to fruition. I've read stuff that is salacious and, and juicy and would be amazing if it were true, but usually is not. So just remember, anybody can make up a rumor. Anybody. Um, and some of this stuff, just use common sense. It never really adds up. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Dr. Tiffany Moon in her second season. I really would have. I thought she was great. Uh, I'm, I'm sad at that. And I'm just sad for those ladies that, you know, take pride in being housewives. Um, and of course, you know, Leanne Locken came out of the, uh, the shadows, as well as Carrie Duber to say goodbye to the show. Uh, Stephanie uh, said goodbye to the show. Everybody's, you know, saying their goodbyes. But the funny thing is Stephanie and Brandy and uh, tequila, Carrie, tequila, I love my tequila, Carrie, are, you know, already weren't coming back. So in a way, they must be thrilled this happened because they can always be like, well, the show just wasn't going to work without us. And I, I wish... The only thing I regret is, not regret, the only thing I wish is that they would have tried another season and, and shown that it can stand on. My thing with this, as always, as I say, is that no one is bigger than a Housewives franchise. The Housewives franchise is what we need to make good. So the cast is not secondary, but it's all for the good of the show. And this leads me to my next point, Real Housewives of New York. Now, I've been mulling this opinion over all season. 
And I started the season as well as every other year um, as Real Housewives of New York being my favorite franchise and Ramona Singer being one of my favorite housewives of all time, even though I am diametrically opposed to most everything that Ramona stands for, I do not stand for. In fact, I have managed to keep the poop inside of my body most times. So we are very different on so many different accounts. Um, but while I was watching tonight, I realized or, or formulated a little bit more of my thoughts on this is that I think it is time for Ramona Singer to go. And, it, it, you know, she's provided us with so much, but after watching her at Black Shabbat and with the ladies at uh, Countess Luann's, uh, you know, volunteer work she was doing, it's too much. I don't think it's worth it. It's become it's swallowing the show a little bit more. Where remember we need the show to be the star, and right now Ramona is so loud and so indignant. You know there is no room for Ramona to ever learn anymore, and that's just not good. We're not going to get a lot of that. She's becoming a one-trick pony, and that one-trick pony is very loud and obnoxious, and it's offending everybody else. And we see it every week. Like this isn't a one-time. You know she's a repeat offender. And when we have so few housewives, you really, it shines a glaring spotlight on Ramona Singer and how effing annoying she really is. In fact, Leah had a couple small scenes and Leah was starting to be like, where I was like, oh, good, Leah's, Leah's back. At least it's not somebody completely batshit crazy. And Ebony, like I said, I'm curious to see Ebony on a second season. There are a couple things like with all of these housewives that kind of bother me. Uh, their little kind of little intricacies that they have. Now, I notice this with Ebony is that Ebony, even if it's a stranger, will find a way to work your first name into every conversation. I was even reading another article today by the same variety Arthur, Kate Arthur, who I think is a damn genius. Sandra, if you're listening, we got to reach out to Kate. Um, but in that article, even because it was verbatim, Ebony was like, Kate, thank you so much for asking that. You know what it is, Kate? It's just bullshit. Like she's one of those people that makes a point of bringing up your first name. And it's kind of like a tactic or a technique to endear yourself to somebody like, Ooh, wow. My name's being said. That's very special. I mean, and most of the time it works. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I just sometimes notice that. And, and it's, she's always doing it. Uh, but I'm totally down to get to know Ebony better, but Ebony does, like the other ladies, she, you know, it's like, why are you here? I want to trust your motives for here. And like right now, like I've always said, I personally, she, you know, and Ebony keeps saying, oh, I find it, you know, I find it worthwhile to know Ramona Singer. I believe in, you know, it's like, and I just don't believe it at a certain point. At a certain point, it's cut and run. Like, babe, if you're going to be an asshole like you are every episode, Ramona, get out of here. And Ebony's still like trying to put up with Ramona. And at a certain point, it's just like, this is ridiculous. And it almost makes me just think you're wanting to keep this job because it gives her a bigger soapbox, which all of these ladies want that for that reason. Like this is not exclusive to Ebony. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just sometimes it just as another thing that makes this casting so glaringly bad. It's so much focus on it. And by contrast, if you do Real Houses of Beverly Hills or Potomac, Potomac is having a very similar season in that they can't go to do big parties. I mean, they're in Williamsburg, Virginia in this past week's episode. 
Yet it's still more fascinating because they're all being somewhat real in themselves. Giselle, I'm telling you guys, Giselle annoys the piss out of me. I think she is very needed on that show. But I'm telling you, you give it two more years, she's hitting Lisa Rinna territory. I swear to God, she's going to start cackling. She's going to start cackling. We all know it. We all know it. But Karen Huger, I, you know, I just love underdogs. And I love underdogs. I don't know. I, I really, I've enjoyed watching the relationship or the friendship build between Dr. Wendy Zen Wen and Karen Huger. And yeah, uh, if you guys, I did, I was on Watch What Happens Live on Sunday night with Zen Wen and Reza asking a question uh, for all those who saw it that was me i was drinking out of my sutton mug reza seemed like he was lit uh and he really even in between the commercial breaks he really loves watch what happens live and i think being on bravo so that's the shaws of sunset guy if you guys don't know but so by contrast potomac works those ladies great casting new york it's i think those bigger personalities, and I mainly mean Ramona, is kind of swallowing the show and not, and it's kind of suffocating everything else. So when they have even these staged kind of black Shabbat things, it never gets the chance to fully take off because Ramona makes it about her and fusses and they have to like, she has to go home or poop or eat. It's, it's becoming like taking care of an elderly person. And she's like, ah, I'm just like that. I'm just like that. That's how I am. It's just, I, I just, I get hungry. And I, and I guess I just, I'm bored of it. I've seen it. And in fact, if I wanted to see her do it really good, I would just go back and watch the earlier episodes or even two seasons ago. I, I just think it's time because I was just wondering, how do we go? How do we move forward from here? How do we move forward with Ramona? And I don't know. I don't know. A lot of you guys might think that's um, a horrific statement that I'm, I should be. It's blasphemy to ever even mention Ramona leaving. But really, how do you see this playing out if you guys are even watching the show still? Um, because the show is saveable. Nothing is bigger than the show, but Radar Online is now pushing that rumor as well that we are, uh, that Roni is going to be put on an indefinite hiatus just like Dallas. Now, I think that is complete bullshit and will never happen in a million years because I really think that the cachet, even name-wise, Real Housewives of New York is a juggernaut. Uh, whereas Real House of Dallas was never reached the heights of even a bad season of Real Housewives of Dallas in terms of ratings. So those are kind of my quick Bravo thoughts that I wanted to share with you. Um, uh, that's it. I was going to do another Tristan Thompson um, story. Well, now, you know, because this guy, uh, okay, I'm going to do this real quick and then we'll get right into our interviews. Tristan Thompson is just so dumb, folks. His Twitter account is uh, an example of that. Um, he tweeted yesterday. Now, the rumor is him and Chloe are back. They've been photographed many times together. But then somebody from Chloe's camp pushed out a thing that they're not back. I don't believe that for a second. I, I definitely think they're back. But this is what Tristan Thompson's Twitter account, straight from the desk of Tristan Thompson. He says, gossipers are worse than thieves because they attempt to steal another person's dignity, honor, credibility, and reputation, which are difficult to restore. So remember this, when your feet slip, you can restore your balance. When your tongue slips, you cannot recover your words. Act accordingly. Well, look at the big brain on Tristan Thompson. What a little poet. Who knew he had a little poet? Ooh, hoo, hoo. 
Okay, you're a dipshit. I mean, so remember this. When your feet slip, you can restore your balance. I feel like this is just, I mean, also, he's, his feet slip a lot in basketball. He didn't um, get him to the championship this year. Um, when your tongue slips, you cannot recover your words. Act accordingly. What about if your dick slips, Tristan? What happens there? What if you get caught multiple times with your dick slip? What happens, Tristan? What ha- We've seen it on video. But sure, like it's the gossipers, right? I hate when people... I mean, it's like the tenacity of a cockroach, right? It's this guy will never admit he's wrong. Like, he's an indestructible cheater. Um, Gossipers are worse than thieves because they attempt to steal another person's dignity, honor. Like, you know what, gossiper, I'm not, (laughs) gossipers, Tristan, I am attempting to steal another, like, I'm like, hey guys, what I'd like to do with Tristan I would like to steal his dignity and his honor and his credibility and reputation. No, you're doing fine with that yourself. We've seen it on video. Like, what? I mean, I the gaslighting. I mean, will it ever stop? Like, I love the fact that it's other people's fault that you put your dick in other people when you were committed to some other woman. I love how it's everybody else's fault. Like, all that we need to hear, Tristan, is like, okay, once again, it's Monday. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm an idiot. Tuesday. Hey, guys, just just doing a quick apology. Uh, Chloe, if uh, at Chloe, I'm sorry to you as well. I obviously cheated on you a bunch. Wednesday. Hey, guys, I know this might be getting old, but I just want to say how sorry I am again. I don't know why I do these things. Thursday, of course, it might be like, hey, I'm, I'm hungry right now. That's just like a different. And then Friday, hey, going into the weekend, I just wanted everybody to know I'm super sorry. It uh, was so sleazy. I had a baby on the way at the time, and then I, I, I fought to get her back, and then I did it again. So it's so – I'm even scared of myself. Like, So I, I just wanted to say I'm sorry because I, this is the kind of behavior that actually needs a true apology. Like, that's where he should start. Wouldn't you be like, whoa, that is refreshing. But instead he has, like, this Confucius mumbo-jumbo bullshit that it's like, I just, I, wash, everybody wash your hands. And I'm telling you this. I have a photo of myself with this shirt on. Women and men, everybody listen. I get it. He's a tall drink of water. Very handsome. But stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson. He is not the only tall drink of water out there, you guys. Austin Kroll is very tall as well. Don't sleep with him either. No, um, but for real, don't sleep with him. Don't give him what he wants. He, he, the guy is pathological, sociopathic. We haven't seen this kind of energy since a young Jax Taylor. So just don't sleep with him. If you get the opportunity, I feel like I need a, what are those, what are those things they did? Like Christians where they would, uh, like have their daughters sign like virginity packs or something. I feel like we need to do that with Tristan Thompson. We need to sign some kind of pact that says I, and then state your name, solemnly swear to never sleep with Tristan Thompson, no matter how hard he tries. Uh, and no matter how tall he is, I will never sleep with him. And then you sign your name and you date it. And then we always keep that. And if you do sleep with them, you get thrown in jail. So I think that's a good way, a great way to handle this. You guys, that uh, that's that's my monologue. Uh, let's get into this. You guys know we all have parents, right? Well, my parents are named Becky and Bill Bailey, Rebecca and William Bailey. So here they are after a very long hiatus on the podcast. Welcome, my parents. I'm a fool to do your dirty work oh yeah i don't want to do your dirty work no more i'm a fool to do 
Okay, good. Okay. Yep, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so you guys, what, what's up? What's going on over there? Well, we hadn't been on in so long that I got signed out of Skype, and then I had to go find my password. And you know what that's like for old people. Are you? And, uh, I, <laughs> and if we've been off so long, who are you again? I'm your son, Ryan. Jeez. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, yeah, I, I basically live with you guys this year now. I know oh, it's been you? fun. <laughs> so, uh, just to catch everybody up, uh, we're still in a pandemic, kind of. Uh, you know, every but everybody's being safe. You guys are are pretty much healthy, right? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yep. yep. And a lot of people are wearing masks again. Some of our friends are, and uh, stores and everything. So it's um, it's not as severe, but and not as frightful because we've been through it once. I even wear a mask to bed. <laughs> well, I've heard you've even worn a mask on your penis before. <laughs> yeah. The el- the mom, head. mom, not with you, mom, not with you. <laughs> that elephant head. No, oh, oh, by the way, there is a picture of dad. You, I, I posted this a long time oh, yeah. ago, guys, where it was in the 80s. And dad, you had like uh, these underwear, uh, 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 elephant underwear that that. <laughs> I found a picture of you in, I don't even know, I want to know the story about that. But, Dad, you just got back from Columbus, Ohio, to visit my grandma, your mom, who's 98 years old now, right? Yeah, 97, but who's counting? Yeah, yeah, 98's the big one. Now, did she, uh, (laughs) how aware, I mean, this is the second time you've been able to see her in the last year and a half, right? Right, exactly. And you brought Watermelon, who is my nephew, codenamed Watermelon, yep. to visit for the first time. And, and how was that? It was amazing. He's, he was so good with her. Really? I, really, what I was so impressed and proud of him. He was. He talked to her really clear. I mean, he talked loud. He heard me talking, so, of course, he talked loud. But he talked loud. He gave her hugs and kisses. I mean, he really t- And she was really fascinated with him i could tell she would stay just stare at him and she would smile uh-huh and it, he was really infatuated with him and he was amazing he really was well i don't think he's all that big of a deal he's now you know i'm i'm better than him i mean that's definitely <laughs> well, but <laughs> we don't know that well, we don't know <laughs> we think she thinks he was ryan <laughs> I, mom i'm ryan oh really yeah <laughs> yeah no uh no, it was uh it was cool it really was yeah but, <laughs> It was really funny though. One day, you know, we went. You know, we stayed with Uncle David, of course, and um, and then one I forget what day it was. We went over. We got over there about nine thirty in the morning, and she was sound asleep in her bed. Not that unusual, but she was really out of it. So I told Connor, "So let's wait around a little bit, and you know, and yeah. see if she wakes up." And I made her a pot of coffee, and we sat around a little bit, and half hour, whatever, you know. I said, "Well, let's go. We'll we'll come back this afternoon." We came back about one or one thirty. Still asleep in the same position, everything. Connor said, "Is she dead?" <laughs> yes. And then the other funny one was it traumatized it really him a little. Fun, but... Oh wait, 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 what was <laughs> the end of the story? <laughs> finished that. But anyway, it was funny. Well, they went the one day, and Dad opened the door, and she's sitting there well, without a top on. That's, that's right. I was that right. true? I thought Dad was joking in the text no, message. No, 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 it was no. true. Wait, Connor, so Connor not hard for life. <laughs> No, I swear to you, we walked in, and we walked in, and she's sitting on the couch, you know, and everything, and 
and I kind of looked and you know and looked again and go, "Mom, you don't have a blouse on." You know, <laughs> she goes, "Huh?" She was kind of out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Connor, Connor just ran out in the hallway and waited. Connor and, immediately took his pants off in solidarity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And but I would. I said, "Mom," I said, "You don't have a," and I had my mask on. You have to wear a mask there. And uh, she looked at me. She was really frazzled. Eyes wide, wide open, looking at me, and I realized she didn't know who I was. So I took my mask off. Yeah. I said, Mom, "This is Bill." I said, "You don't have a blouse on." She goes, "Well, I, I was going to put one on." <laughs> I, went, I went and got one, and you know, and then she put it on, and she was laughing about it, and you know, the whole bit. But she was really out of it there for a moment. She was, I mean, really frazzled. It was really, yeah. it was really weird. But no, just sitting there, and boobs hanging down to her knees, you know. Hey. Mom, where are your boobs hanging down to these days? <laughs> nice and perky since reconstruction. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, so, very, very nice. Yeah, and then you went and you you got to show uh, watermelon all the um yeah the 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 graveyard the the where everybody's buried at. Yeah, the cemeteries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I know how to show my grandkids? Yeah, I was like, wow, he's, yeah, he'll never travel with you again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, they, was, that they, was the plan. But, and they visited three of them. Oh, one, oh, one day. oh my no, gosh. Well, and this is funny. Connor you know, tends to have to pee a lot. <laughs> you know? He really does. I mean, it, it's like mom used to be. <laughs> yeah. But he really, so we're at the first cemetery where all my mom's family's buried and everything. And my dad's buried there. You know, so we were there and I'm giving a little spill about each, you know, about his relatives and all that. So we do, it's a really old cemetery, really kind of cool. And they have, uh, you know, Marcus there from the 1860s, Civil War veterans and all that. So I was driving around. He goes, Papa, he said, Papa, I got to pee. And I said, well, you know, there's nothing around here. And, but it was in the morning. There was around. I said, well, you know, just pee here. Step out. <laughs> oh, my God. Stepped out and he, he, he peed on a tree. And, and I, I, he said, is that okay? I said, yeah. I said, well, don't pee on any tombstones. <laughs> But then, so they get this. So we left there, and then we went down to Durham Village, which is a really neat part of of Columbus and everything. And we found a really neat bookstore there. So we looked around there and everything. And then we went down to the Short North area, a lot of restaurants and all that. And there was a toy store there we wanted to check out. But anyway, so we're leaving. We're going to drive to campus, Ohio State. And he said, you know, he said, I got to pee, Papa. And I said, well, you know, I don't know what to do. I said, well, let's go get the car. We'll drive. We'll find McDonald's somewhere. But then there was a really neat park a couple blocks away. I said, well, maybe let's go check this block out. You know, the park out. I'm sorry. It was a yeah. park. So walked around this building there. There was nowhere to pick. And then I saw one of those big dumpsters. And it had a, a three-side wall around it. So I said, kind of just go in there and pee behind the dumpster. And he did, you know. <laughs> Oh God, we we had a good time. Yeah, it sounds like you had a good time. Now, did he ask anything? Was there any questions uh, about life? He asked you about anything deep? Um, no, not really. I mean, we we talked about the whole thing. We we really talked about roots and everything. And yeah. he really, he asked me a lot of questions about my my dad and everything. And then um, he called it the bad dad and the good dad. Henry yeah. was a good dad. Oh, yeah, because your original like your original dad was a jerk, and your stepdad yeah. was a good man. Yeah, yeah, original dad was really a bad man. But Carter said, you know, we talk, and he said, no, is that the good dad or bad dad? And but no, so uh, 
we really talked about, we really seriously talked about roots. I said, you know, you need to know your roots, and this is your roots. You're, this is part of your blood. But he went around, we, he saw where mom lived when we first started dating. He saw our first apartment. He saw another apartment we lived in. He saw our first house. He saw the window of the bed, of your bedroom when you were a baby. And uh, But I took them all around, and did we eat? Not yeah, food. I mean, every picture was food. I mean, it was, <laughs> I got full looking at the, and, and by the end, it looked like, uh, watermelon was, I mean, it just looked like he was sick, the poor kid, from eating. He just looked so was, pasty and stuffed. I know, it was, no, he, but he wanted to. I mean, I mean, that morning we went to Bob Evans for breakfast. He had biscuits and gravy, two eggs, hash browns, and like four strips of bacon. Columbus well, Culinary Tour. Yeah, it was a gourmet tour. But no, and then, of course, we had our White Castles, and we had the Massey's Pizza. Jeez. And you had, did and you go to the ribs place, too? Yeah. Was that a trick question? Yeah, yeah of course. We <laughs> loved the rib. In fact, this is funny. We we, we went with David and, and his girlfriend, Karen, you know, to the rib yeah. place. And uh, so we ate, and he had a full slab of ribs, you know, a fully loaded uh, baked potato and a salad. He ate it all. And then I ate about three quarters of my slab, brought about a quarter of the slab home with me. So we get back to David's. He goes, Papa, can I have the rest of your ribs? <laughs> But no, it was really cool. We uh, and then we had a really good time with Dave. David and uh, Connor really, really kind of bonded even more. You know, he's been around Connor a lot. You know, and yeah. They really, you know, really good. And Connor got a kick out. David falls asleep all the time. I was in the room, and David. They were in the computer room. Him and him and David. David's on a computer, but Connor's in there talking to him. And Connor comes out, and he goes. Uncle David fell asleep while he was talking to me. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like uh, oh no, David. David really is, but no, it was funny and it was really a good trip. And you know, Grandma was good. And like I said, she was just infatuated with him. And this is funny too. So you know, Wendy at the front desk, the receptionist, really nice lady. And uh, so we, you know, when we first got checked in, and I introduced him, of course, and everything. And then went up to the room, and we forgot to get the Wi-Fi code and everything. So he went back down to get the Wi-Fi, and he was gone for a while, so I started to go down and look for him, then he came He came up to the, the apartment, and I said, what took so long? He says, oh, I was helping Wendy, she was having some computer problems, and I fixed it. Jeez! <laughs> and then Wendy, the next morning, said, boy, he's smart. I said, well, you got to take after me. <laughs> and uh, so that sounded amazing, and then Mom booked the trip to Clearwater, Florida, which all the listeners said I, I needed to go to this trip. So I'm tagging along on your vacation to Clearwater, Florida in a Wait, couple weeks. What? Yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, I keep mentioning it's a town run by Scientologists, but you've yeah. been there before and say it's very nice. Loved it. Absolutely oh, very loved Very clean. Very, nice. very clean. Warm, great warm water. ocean water. Lots of golf water, but great restaurants. It was really, really like I could, I could, I could live there. Another culinary tour. Get ready, Ryan. That's how they get you. That's how the Scientologists get you by yeah. keeping everything really clean and nice. That's okay. That's wrong with that. <laughs> they, they, we didn't. We never got handed one pamphlet. No, We're good never. with that. Wow. So, I mean, can you tell? Is it? I mean, is it? Is it obvious it's run by Scientologists, or no. is it? It's not obvious. Not at all. Not at all. Not at Just no. when we were when we first drove there from the airport, we had to go through the down the downtown area, which wasn't much. And you saw you saw the building, but that was it. And then it brought back memories. You know, I read one of the books. Yeah. They were, going clear, they were yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, uh but no, it was just I really like Clearwater. I could live there. 
So we're gonna have a drink with some of your uh, yeah. Any any uh, there was there was two listeners that wrote that said they live near Clearwater and wanted to come meet us. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll, we'll do a meet up with the like a Scientology meet up thing or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and also speaking of your listener, yeah. If you're listening, Kim. Hi, how are you? <laughs> hey, Kim. Time. Yeah, Kim is the uh, the listener that runs the organic farm and sent my parents back with like 800 pounds of tomatoes and cucumbers, which were delicious, actually. They were amazing. And basil. And fresh basil. And, sorry, sorry, I forgot the basil. Sorry. Um, and then also, the listener who gave you that cake was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, pancake cake. Like, it's it's an embarrassment. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, this is a little bit Housewives related. I think I, I told you guys or you might have read about it, Erica Jane, who's a Beverly Hills housewife, her husband is like 30 years older than her, and he's the lawyer that is in trouble with the state bar because he bilked millions of dollars out of plane crash victims and orphans. Did you hear about this? It's like big news. That's sad. But they're having an estate sale for his office right now, and I was thinking about picking up Christmas gifts for everybody from there. Are you guys interested in any kind of staplers or three hole punches? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. You, we've got the office up front. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's a, from the Tom Girardi estate. But actually, no, this guy, uh, un, you know, your brother, my uncle, uh, who's passed away, was a lawyer as well. But he seemed like he yeah. was a good lawyer. This guy stole money from everybody. But his <laughs> office, all the artwork is insane. Like he had he has like autograph frame photos of Marilyn Monroe and all of wow. this stuff. But uh, all that stuff is going for a lot of money. But the like the sure. all the desks and chairs are going for like two dollars. Really? Oh, well, you that reminds me. Who was that? Uh, the Wall Street swindler passed away. Of- Madoff. Made- yeah. Well, you know his office and everything. Like he had a trash can. He paid ten thousand dollars for it. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, you should see the stuff that was just in the office alone in terms of just memorabilia and yeah. wine bottles and champagne bottles and really, really nice. And just you know, there was there's like two hundred w- really nice wine bottles that he just kept in his office. Full or empty? Full, full. I mean, you know. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll take. I'll take that over a paper clip. Thank you. <laughs> well, the we wine bottles are a paper clip. The wine bottles are pretty. They're they're going pretty expensive, actually. The, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. But the big desk. We're talking like a, one of those desks that like fill up a room that has like three sides on it. You know. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So what's going on the the rest of the week for you guys? Well, we're going to see you next week. Yeah, next you guys week, are coming Dave. to Long Beach, California. And Belmont Shores. Isn't it funny, wait. though, that as soon as you guys are coming back, everything's getting more and more strict again here? Yeah, I, I know. know. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's coming back. There's no doubt. But we did good with all those restaurants out in the street. Yeah, they no, were... it, I mean, I think everybody's used to it now. But we all know it's a pandemic. This is all fake. I'm, I'm oh, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't tell Linda that. Yeah, exactly. You know, we all, no. everybody knows we all got COVID over Christmas. So, yeah, yeah. it's all coming back. That was a Christmas we just, present. We got to just be careful. Connor was really good. He wore his mask a lot in Columbus. Because I was worried about him touching things. And because he hasn't, you know, he's just turned 14. So he hasn't had, I mean, he could get his shot, but he hasn't been able to yet. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, well, I mean, it'll be crazy if, I mean, we're already nearing the holidays again, and then Christmas is going to come around, and it'll just be in time for us to get it again, you know? Oh, no, don't say that. Are are Chris's parents coming down again? Probably not. Yeah, probably not after last year, yeah. (laughs) And and they were, the kids and uh, Karen and Chris were just there last, last month, so. 
Yeah, I, I don't come out. I don't see that happening at all. Was at Ad- all. was Addison my niece? Was she jealous at all of Connor's trip, or was she didn't no, care? She was, no, she was good. She I, was she was she was glad. You know, he was gone. In fact, it, you know, it was interesting. But it was interesting. But she did miss Connor because she texted him a couple times about Aww. something. And I told her, I said, she misses you, Connor. And, and then, this is funny, a couple of funny things. And uh, I sent her, like, we were coming back on Sunday, so Saturday night I sent her a text. So I know how much you miss your big brother, but don't worry, I'm bringing him home tomorrow so you can be happy again. And then she said, <laughs> keep him in Ohio. And then on the plane, coming back, you know, we were, Connor was texting Karen Addison and everything. And Addison Addison sent him a text says, when you get to the airport, a representative from foster care will, is going to meet you. <laughs> Take it to your foster home where you'll live forever. Uh, Your name is Mary. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. Where did she get the sense of humor? And Mom, you took her to get your nails done, right? Yep. She yeah, got a pedicure cool. with a new design. She came out to smile. She's been showing it to everybody. But she told me she doesn't like flying. She doesn't want to go on an airplane. Again, she doesn't want to go she out of the like country you. again. Well, she sounds like she a real fun girl, a fun little girl. Yeah, yeah. She that's just her defense mechanism. She's very shy, and you know. But she's playing tennis again. Tennis has started again. You know, she's, she's in junior high school now. Well, so. she's twelve now, right? Yeah, yeah she's twelve. Yeah, wow. seventh grade. And and all the she's, she's got friends and stuff. Oh yeah, lots of friends. I mean, she's good. She's playing tennis at the junior high school now. They have a thing and. Plus, she's taking private lessons at the at the club here and everything. She's, uh, you know, she's good. And then at the uh, junior high high school right next door is a church, and they have a coffee shop, and they encourage the kids to come over after school and have, you know, coffee with their friends and everything. So I picked her up over there the other day after her and her friend went over there for coffee after school. So that's kind of cool. Wow. So she's hanging out at the coffee shop. Nope, they're growing up. Jeez. Well, I mean, like you said uh, years ago, they're, they're, there's only going to be so many years that they'll want to hang out with you guys anymore. That's exactly right. Exactly. Exactly right. That's Isn't crazy. That? Well, no, I don't, th- I don't think that'll happen with Connor. I think he'll always want to hang out. Yeah, I don't think with Connor. Addison, yeah, Addison's already kind of, I mean, she's still there. I mean, she still loves us and all that, but she's separating, you know, there's no doubt about it. I mean, You should cut her off before she cuts you off. Really? I know. <laughs> yeah. You sound like mom. <laughs> Um, well, guys, uh, I, I hadn't talked to you in a while on the podcast, and everybody had been asking about you. Um, is there any uh, final words you would like to, to say to everybody since it's been a while? No, we missed you, and I really, I'm, I'm glad everything's going great. Your podcast has really taken off. Uh, I think you have wonderful fans, and, and of course, I'll still say it: don't hate, love, don't hate, faith, hope, and love. Don't hate, and it's not final. It's not Wait, final. what do you mean? What's not final? You said it's. Uh, you have any final words? I oh said it's well, hey, mom, this is your final appearance on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. See if I cook for you next time you come home. Wait, are you cooking in Long Beach? Nope. Oh, okay, okay. I will. I'll cook something. Okay. So well, I don't even grill. Out if you me. have something you want, you no, know I, what? I'm joking. You know we're staying in the same place. I know that place was awesome. You can see right yeah, out to it. the beach. Yeah. Yeah, I love. Yeah, love right from the living room. You're no, we're looking at the forward ocean. to it and all that. And uh, no, life's good. Well, I mean, and yeah, 
Thanks for watching. And aren't we going to go into Tom? Yeah, we're going to we're we're finding a date to uh, go to Tom Tom, and uh, you'll you'll see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I've never been there. I've uh, been, but Dad hasn't. Yep. Well, you Dad Dad's going to see what all the magic is about. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Did you see? Did you show Connor? Did you show Connor where you uh, you uh, touch mom's boobs for the first time? Where the magic happens? Yeah, (laughs) in uh, Columbus, the first time. Uh, Okay, it's getting weird. Okay, I remember remember that. (laughs) Okay, guys, I love you. Okay, love you, you, sweetheart. See you Wednesday. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Folks, you didn't start the podcast all over again. It is commercial time, and I am so excited to talk about this one. This week's sponsor is Bowl and Branch. Um, the whole thing is, if you are going to invest in a comfortable mattress, uh, it's crazy to think that you would not invest in great sheets to go with that. Now, Bowl and Branch knows high-quality sleep doesn't stop at your mattress. Their ultra-soft organic sheets are transparently sourced and produced in safe, fair conditions. You'll feel a difference and know you're making one. Um I think that is actually a very cool experience that you actually can work with a company or buy from a company uh, that can affect things at a global scale. Uh, Bowling Branch started with a mission. Produce the highest quality sheets on the market and make the world a better place in the process. Today, they are still the best choice for anyone who wants comfort that lasts. Now, this company founded in 2014 by a husband and wife, Scott and Missy Tannen, and it all comes down to a choice to do what's right. They wanted to give more sleepers more choices for high-quality sheets at a fair price. Now, I actually do have personal experience in this right now as I am laying in my bull and brand sheets right now. I got this beautiful gray color, and you know me, guys. I'm a dude. I thought, sure, another set of sheets. I put the sheets on, and you guys, it is 
really insane. I can totally feel the difference. It is so comfortable. I told you, I laid in bed all Saturday because it felt too good. It was, I was like, this, where have I been? I didn't know sheets were that big of a deal. No, for real. Um, it's just great. If you guys are looking for a new set of sheets, no joke. I think just check these things out. In fact, we did this commercial a couple months ago and, and our listener Sheridan, who wrote me this awesome email, she bought a bunch of sheets. I was like, that's awesome. Um, they're actually promoting right now the Signature Hem Sheets. It's a beloved bestseller for a good reason. They get softer with every wash. Are you kidding me? Is that possible? Okay, so it's buttery, soft, lightweight in a 100% organic cotton sateen weave that's perfect for all seasons. They come in a variety of colors and in all sizes from twin up to California king. Can you imagine? God, what if I could get a California king one day? So to experience the best sheets you've ever felt, choose Bull and Branch. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns. And my listeners, this is so cool, get an exclusive 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code SOBAD at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L and branch, B-R-A-N-C-H dot com, promo code SOBAD. We really should change the promo code to so good because it's like, it's it actually is good. I'm telling you folks, I wish you could come into my bedroom and feel the sheets yourself. It really are. I mean, anyways, okay. I've said too much. Back to the show. This segment is with my good friend, Megan Rooney, a lawyer herself. We will be going over Tom Girardi's real estate auction. Here we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are in such an interesting time, especially when it relates to real housewives. Uh, or if you're you're looking for office supplies, because we have so many interesting things happening out in the world today, especially in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills universe. Um, now, I don't know if you're aware, and this is very sad news to report. I don't know if you're hearing this first, is that Erica Jane and Tom Girardi are getting a divorce. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, folks. If you don't know, uh, Tom Girardi has been uh, stealing from clients and misappropriating funds for the last four decades, potentially. Uh, and uh, that might be due to um, uh, Alzheimer's or dementia, which he has supposedly had for 40 years now. I don't know. But what is the the best part of all of this is they're trying to collect money to go back to its rightful owners, the victims. And part of that is Tom Girardi had a very big law firm, uh, the law offices of Girardi Keese. And that is where he has uh, been working out of for four decades. And he has accumulated a lot of shit, folks. And it is up on the auction block. Now, I, I'm really hesitant to even let you let you suckers know about this because you're going to outbid me on everything. But I want to share the wealth if anybody's in the the market for an office chair or a stapler. Um, but with us uh, to talk about this, she's been on the podcast a bunch. She is our resident law expert. She Back in December, we did an emergency episode. She's been on many times talking about the Girardi uh, cases. Um, and uh, she's been my pod buddy since the, the beginning of this pandemic. So Megan Rooney, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Um, so th- this is, uh, you work at a big law firm. Is this, uh, are you guys in the market for any of this stuff? Could it be brought over to you guys? Do you need you any know, of I this think, stuff for your office? I, I think we're pretty well covered. Um, 
our law firm is actually quite a bit bigger than Girardi and Keese, but this has been fascinating to see what other law firms have in their uh, in their offices from a decor perspective and as, uh, as well, because there are some things on the auction block that were found in the Girardi and Keese offices that are not your typical law firm items. You were joking about the stapler you have your eye on, but there's some much more interesting items that have uh, come well, up on the auction. No, block. there is much more interesting items, but I'm saying if I'm looking, if I, I'm broke and I have to be, I have to always look out for the bottom line. And of course I want to be a part of history. So I do need something and nobody really has bid on those staplers yet. And the thing is, you can always use a stapler. The only sad thing, folks, about these office supplies is that they're not autographed by Tom Girardi. There's no, you know, I, I don't know if it comes with a certificate of authenticity. Uh, my other thing to you, Megan, I talked about this on the podcast. Uh, I said, uh, one of my friends said this would was bad juju if I got some of this because you would have something that is a cursed item potentially in your home. What, what are your thoughts on that? I, I respectfully disagree. I think that, you know, the monies that are being collected here through the U.S. Bankruptcy Court is to satisfy the creditors, the creditors, including some of these victims that did not receive their settlement. So I think that this is actually a way to to be helpful indirectly to. The, now, to do the you victims. think it would be creepy, though, if I had a lot of this stuff in my room? Well, I think there's only maybe one item that would be a little creepy if you had in your room. Which item would that be? Well, I think that would be the Agent Provocateur Red Lingerie set purchased by Tom Girardi that is lot number 661. If you had that up in your room, that might. Well, I mean, if I had it showcased, does it come with a mannequin to showcase it? No, it does not. But it is you know, actually two sets of lingerie. And But my favorite part of, of this particular one is that there's also the receipt of Tom Girardi for the item. See, that's see that's that's, the, that's what you want. If you framed that, I'd get it. Because that that's the cool thing because it says his name on it so you could frame that and it's like a little a little bizarre piece of pop culture. Do we know what the size is on the agent we, provocateur? Well, you know that I looked into this because my my first thought was okay, what first of all, why does a law firm have this? I, again, have worked at a, a major, large international law firm for the past 15 years. And to name my knowledge, dropper, name dropper. <laughs> and to my knowledge, um, there, there's been no need for the practice of law to to buy sexy red lingerie. But you work in a different type of law than Tom did. So you yeah, don't know I don't, that I for still, a I fact. Still, I don't know why this purchase would be a, a legitimate business expense but what well, maybe, i want so, maybe you'll never understand megan have you thought about that have you thought about possible. maybe maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't pass this part of the bar i i actually i did pass the bar and i'm in a, a stronger standing with the california bar than tom girardi now not to, to flex too much but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they haven't caught you yet yeah yeah exactly but anyway so it's, it was interesting so i heard on another podcast the the gentleman um who's on twitter all the time ronald, richards. ronald richards he was saying that, you know, when they were looking at some of the assets of the law firm, there were large jewelry purchases. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, man, that's, you know, that's shady. But now looking at some of the items that are being liquidated here, including the lingerie, it's becoming more and more abundantly clear that this business was being, you know, he was spending for personal matters. Um, but to get back to your question about the sizes. So I thought I was like, Ooh, I wonder a, when did he buy this? And two, who did he buy this for? Is yeah. this for his stress or is it for uh, Miss Erica Jane? So it's a size three, which, um, 
is unique sizing to this particular lingerie company. So then I had to go to the size guide. And <laughs> do you wait, no, like, tell, wait, wait, tell me, does this fit Tom Girardi? And it probably won't fit him now because it looks like he lost a lot of weight. He has lost away. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I was like, this is new. It's new in packaging. So I was like, oh, could I, could I fit into this? So it size three translates to a 34 C a little smaller than me. So then I Googled Erica Jane's measurements as one does. And like, okay, um, now, now I feel like you, you truly are the creepy one here. I thought I was me and now I'm feeling like it's you. Uh, you know, the, so women are great detectives, Ryan, and, and you oh, should know that. Definitely true. Yes. I think I drive you crazy with this. So then there's different, there's different instances across the internet about what her sizing is, but it doesn't, it's not clear if this, in fact, would be Erica Jane's size or Tom's mistress. But the purchase appears to have been made in 2015, which I think you informed me predated the mistress on the flip yeah, the phone mistress, with the mom The mistress, uh, which is, uh, just to remind everybody, Justice Trisha A. Bigelow, uh, no relation. Allegedly. Relation to, yeah, allegedly no relation to Deuce Bigelow. But uh, that was in 2011, those flip phone texts. So 2015, this is either for a new one of his side bitches or for Erica Jane. Yeah. But, I mean, it never made it home to Erica Jane because it's clearly been in the law office. In you He's know, a busy guy. He's a busy right. guy. Sometimes you forget um, – you forget lingerie at the office. Like, and we've all, and by the way, everybody don't be judgmental. We haven't really gone into an office in the last year and a half. So you don't know what, <laughs> you don't you know what goes on in there. And by the way. Yeah. You might have left lingerie in your office a year and a half ago and forgot to take it home during the pandemic. And this could be you if you got busted or ripped people off. So the thing is, if we're going to, I mean, we want to give Tom the benefit of the doubt and think he's a good guy. So let's say this is for his wife, Erica Jane, right? He sure, just forgot sure. to bring it home. Does right. Erica Jane have any claims for that if she can prove that that lingerie was for her naked body? Well, I mean, I think this goes back to you know what some of her claims are going to be about the items that they were gifts to her. So if things are a gift, that's no, not technically community property and that's part of their divorce. But here it seems that this was never actually gifted to her. It seems like this was in the law firm, along with the 72 potted plants and file cabinets um, and other various and sundry paintings. So it would, I think be, it would great be great if there was a note, if there was a note <laughs> of lingerie ready, like, I want to see your boobs in this. Like, it would be great I if mean, there was like a love I mean, Tom. Right. I mean, well, that's I think that's why this would be a particularly attractive lot to bid on, particularly if you're a size three. Um I mean, I don't know if they've been trying. Well, another on, question, and this is just this, I think a lot of the audience is probably wondering this. Is this something I could fit in? Is this, this could be like a lucky interview outfit or something I could wear just to make me feel more confident? Uh, I mean, it just, it depends. It, I think it just depends on like the status of your post pandemic body and the amount oh, of brain well, cheese. You know, that it's not, it's not good. It's not. <laughs> and by the way, we're, it we're may be this, an aspiration. It may be aspirational. Zoom, and I'm, I'm wearing my, I told the audience, I found my glasses last week and I sat on them last night. Look at this. I sat on them Wait, last you night. Wait, the ones that we just these. found? Yes, I broke these. Brian, you found those like three days ago. Yeah, I broke these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are yeah. special. That's you what I said special. on the podcast should... today. I said, I just break shit. I lose shit and break shit. And uh, anyways, so the Tom Girardi stuff. The bidding has already started. So this is really simple. You can actually put in a bid. And like I said, I dare to tell you guys because I already people have outbid me on everything. You're bidding on tons of stuff. Uh, people have outbid you. You're, you're not winning anything at this point, it looks like. I mean, it's not tons of stuff. It's a handful and it's in furtherance of your museum. But um, So we have you know, eight days left before 
And they're yeah. adding new stuff all the time. They are. So the lingerie was not on there initially, um, but there have been some other fun stuff that's been on here initially. For example, Lot 434, the Erica Jane Collectibles is a, a variety of collectibles, CDs, and, and, and various other items. We were actually winning that bid for a period of time, but then Us Weekly wrote about it. And so it went from 325 yesterday to it's already up to 825. So that seems to be a hot item. Are you Unclear. happy, Us Weekly? Are you happy? <laughs> like, I know you need content, but just go write another article about The Bachelor again. Leave this crap alone. And all you guys, I do need to point out, uh, Megan has informed me, if you do win, you have to come pick it up in person. So really think twice if you're going to be making a trip down to L.A. or not, because I would hate for you guys to bid and win, and then you can't make it down to L.A. because your old pal Ryan is not going to be picking it up and shipping it to you. Yeah, period. great point. Great point. So the pickup is from uh, the 27th to the 30th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. only by appointment. Of they August? will not ship. Yeah. Of August? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Next next weekend when your folks are in town. I think maybe Bill and Becky Bailey should go stand in line with you to pick up your oh, they'd be so They'd be so proud to see me do this. Yeah, it's like or, Tom, you know. Tom, Tom, Tom Tom at night and Gerardy and Keith in the morning. Yeah. Um, and you have to bring your own carts, dollies, packing materials, and labor to remove the item. So like, you know, that... $10 couch might sound good in theory, but you got to bring your own U-Haul. So, um, but there is a lot of other stuff there. You know, I think the Erica items are going to continue to creep up in value. The collectibles, certainly the Chinese needle point of the two fish that say Tom and Erica, that's up to 170 now. Now the, 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 the painting that I really liked was, I think the best painting of, there's a bunch of paintings of Tom, but there's a painting of Thomas V. Girardi framed. And I really enjoyed that painting. And now it is up to 325. I think uh, we started the bidding at $35 or something. So that's, but, and it's also, cause there's another painting of them that looks kind of scary. It's not, you know, and then there's like a painting too of like a really kind of rudimentary painting of Tom Girardi and like Supreme Court justices behind him with a thumbs up which is it's so bizarre that that was even on here at all. Now, I dare talk. Well, I don't want to talk about this one because there's one lot that's like a surprise. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want people to drive up the bid. You know what I'm talking about, though. I know what you're talking about, but there's actually many of those. So I think we can discuss categorically that, you know, many items like kind of the good stuff are single item lots. So there's like awards where he is, has like a bronze something or other lead litigator award or man of the year award or things like that. Those items have their own specific lot and you just bid on those individually. But you can tell that, and those are like the Tom Girardi ones, but you can tell that there's just like probably a ton of shit at this office. And they're probably like these poor auction house people are probably still there cataloging things, going through it. Well, that's the thing. And, that's and, like, and putting I mean, things do- up. Well, that's so I think they're I was getting wondering... lazy, and now there's just stuff that's kind of being put up in batches. So here's one that, Ryan, you don't want, so I think we can tell your listeners about because yeah. you're so afraid they're going to take this from you. Um, there's a, a lot that features, like, a number of stuffed animals. Oh, or, yeah, don't give a you know, or like, yeah. Or it's just, like, a, a bookshelf. It's like, here's a bookshelf of, like, random softcover books. So they're not, like, itemizing everything. So there are some some lots of things that are kind of, like, a little more of, like, a Storage Wars vibe where you're getting a category of items and you're going to be surprised. With and that's you exciting. Get. You know, the doll, the, the stuffed animals might be good because I have a lot of listeners with kids. It would be fun if I could, like, oh, this is a little uh, stuffed uh, bear from Thomas Girardi's office to give to your kids. Like, that would kind of be a nice thing for me to the listeners with children, I think, you know? Yeah. I mean, and your listeners are so generous with you, Ryan, and they send you things all the time. I, 
continue to be amazed by it. Please, I, and please continue. Don't. I, I hope you're not about to make fun of that because it's really one of the biggest joys of my life. No, I'm being sincere, okay. but I was just going to say, like, also, like, you never know. You may have just spoken into the universe that someone will gift you with something from this. Yeah, function. sure. Of course. Yeah. Do you think Thomas Girardi is bidding on any of these items himself? Because he could bid under a uh, like, you're like, ah, damn it. That painting really that's really ties. Well, I mean, his assets are frozen. I think together. it would be I think it would be tough for him to do so. But I do wonder, like. You know, like his the kids, Erica Jane collectibles or his kit, like some of the stuff does have some sentimental value, notwithstanding the fact that his legal career is like ending in a total disgrace. But like I could see where like um, a loved one maybe like, hey, that award really meant something to dad or like, you know, something sentimental. So he really cheated out of a lot of victims with that desk. Uh, right. And a lot. Well, you, the, the funny thing about this is and this is how, you know, Bravo fans are are really so passionate, dare I say. Uh, like me and just bizarrely we think in a different kind of way is that you guys there are really nice desks and couches that are at like two dollars but then there is like a crazy like fish painting with tom and erica that's like eight hundred dollars like it's crazy you can really tell the bravo fans have come out in full force on this because there's actually like if i had a bigger house i would seriously consider like going like having one of those desks in an office because it's like a nice, nice desk that goes around the room and a nice law office couch. Two dollars. Like this stuff is priced to move. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's gonna it. I think this is like eBay though. I it's gonna close in a week. And I think, you know, right beforehand the prices are gonna kind of go up on some of those items. Or yeah, there's, I'm there's surprised like, and I'm also surprised that there's not like a small business that's not like I will take it, all of this furniture and all these file cabinets and and you know, there's tons of like printers and stuff too. Well, I thought um, about this even around like Girardi Keys. I'm like, that's one thing, but like, I want to start getting alerted for all these like estate sales and stuff. Oh, like, I could really, you I can. need a I'm new getting them dresser. Now. I need a new dresser for the my bedroom. And like, this is, uh, there weren't any dressers in this, but there is a security system you can buy. I think that's going for like $15 right now. A rotisserie chicken oven? A rotisserie chicken oven, which is huge. The same rotisserie chicken oven that Thomas Girardi must have enjoyed his rotisserie chicken meals in the office. Oh, you and, know what else there was yesterday that we saw, Ryan, was the Cadillac, a 2001 oh, uh, black Cadillac. And the a 2001 note, black Cadillac. Yeah. And the note was really interesting because they d- do a little description of each of the items. Right. And like they, they explain like how it was used or like, you know, for the laundry, for example, it says that the, the receipt is for Tom. So they're trying to explain. And the the Cadillac, which Ryan wanted to, to know how many miles it had on when we clicked on it, it said used to chauffeur Tom Girardi around town. Oh, that's it, you guys. That is a huge important part because it proves my fucking theory that Erica Jane was like, I dropped him off at work that day and I never <laughs> saw him again. <laughs> and that would prove that she didn't drop him. He was chauffeured to the damn office in this Cadillac, but also the Cadillac has a hundred thousand miles on it, but it's only going, it's only at like $4,000. And could you imagine me driving around? Like I have a Toyota Corolla, as you guys do know. Um, and could you imagine me driving around in Thomas Girardi's Cadillac and just like, cause that's still a hundred thousand dollar. I mean, a hundred thousand miles on a Cadillac. It's still a really nice Cadillac. And you're like that, that's awesome like that would be a cool one but it says it might be cheaper for you to buy that cadillac than to fix the scrapes on your current car so just think about it thank you it says the it says the um the uh cadillac is uh you need a new battery for it because it's Mm -hmm. currently not holding a charge yeah it's not holding a charge currently which is kind of like thomas girardi himself now this is 
interesting though. I feel like they're trying to give money back to the victims, but I do feel this is done. Or the with creditors, such, really, the creditors. It's the creditors, but they are. I, I assume the victims are amongst the creditors. But, it's but I think he a, left a lot of people holding the bag, money wise. It's done with such a heavy hand, though, that I don't. Uh, it's like you could get, you know, some of this stuff. I'm like, really, you're going to give away this huge desk for two dollars? Like, I feel like we can get a hundred dollars out of this if we put a little time and energy on eBay. You know, like what I'm saying, like you're giving this stuff away, basically. And I feel like we could get more money for the victims if people actually took the time to like price this stuff right, put it on eBay, this stuff. And it just it's because you guys got to look, there's like 18 pages of stuff and you could really, truly furnish a whole office. So it's one of those things that uh, I just find it bizarre that the actual items of value and use are going for like two dollars. Anything new that that has come out today? I'm clicking right now. Um Oh, that's and also his suits. You have the uh, Thomas Girardi Zanga Couture custom suits, eleven dollars. Uh, I'm watching one of these, so I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> we have a Patriot did you football check and see jersey. What, did you check and see what the size was on this? No. Oh, what does it say it's a, a U.S. size. Oh my God, 50. U.S. size fifty. That, that what does that small. mean? I mean, I'm a forty-two. Oh. Wow. Well, maybe you could like tailor. Well, this remember, no way was... Tom Girardi's a bigger dude than no. you. He looks. He looks like How a sickly you? man. No, not now. He looks now. like an old not, man. Not now. Have you seen old? He was cherubic. He was very. I mean, have you not seen the old pictures of Thomas Girardi? I mean, I recently you w- say that I'm bigger than Thomas Girardi. Like he does not simple. look like you are a tall man. He does not look like a tall man. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I was like this. Like I, they had a picture of a tie, and it said sixty dollars. I'm like one tie, but it's assorted silk ties. Let me click um, on that. Let's see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Tom, Tom Ford. Ford. No Whoa. wonder sixty dollars. But I those don't. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're all Tom Ford. They look kind of old. Yeah, they look old. They're like the thick ties. There's assorted desk items, knickknacks, which would be good. But I don't know if that's from a baby dinosaur. Card? A baby Ooh. dinosaur from Girardi's desk. A keepsake box with Tom Girardi baby photos. Joe okay. Biden okay, posters. Okay. Okay. Watch. Watch that one. Let's watch that one. <laughs> okay. A scarab Looking beetle. Watch. Yeah. Watch that. <laughs> Um, there is, this is an interesting one. Will you click off of this? Sorry. I'm just so distracted by the baby photos. Um, there oh my is, gosh. Oh, Here. can you X out of that? Yeah, I am. There is really a, taking your viewers Dobie, along for a ride with us. Adobe Gillis, Marilyn Monroe. Adobe Gillis was, I believe an actor, a Marilyn Monroe, um, like handwritten letters and it's going for $2. Oh, these are reprints. Ah. I don't know. It says copy and reprints. There's a Thomas Girardi monogrammed briefcase going for $200. And I wonder if that's kind of a thing. We don't know what's inside. So it could be anything. And also there's a huge safe that's uh, for sale too. That was like $10. There is a super thermal repair mask. I don't even know what that is. There is um, super thermal repair Is this like skincare products? Yeah. Are these like skincare products? I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of it. There was also floor, a lot of floor heaters. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Alexis black lace top is only going for 35. That looks new. Yeah, that might look nice on you. It's like a bit of a crop lace top. Yeah. You can and, really but there, pull that off. and then the other thing Megan really didn't like is that there's a bunch of wine and champagne uh, for sale. And uh, Megan is a wine snob and she was like, uh, well, none of that's good. There's no uh, certificate of authenticity about that wine. No, but the I mean, wine think- is going for really high prices right now. Yeah, the, the wine... Bottles. They are. I mean, they're well-known wineries and nice bottles, but there's no Wait, evidence. La- there's laptops. $7 yeah, we looked at this yesterday. Yeah. 
No, but the wine, I mean, my issue, don't call me a snob, is that, first of all, they're not guaranteeing that this wine actually is the wine that is set on the label, which there are issues with that. And two, there's no indication that this has been properly stored, laid on its side in a good temperature, and some of the bottles have age on it. So I think you'd really be buying it like as a trophy and not something that you would actually want to drink. It's probably a lot of vinegar at this point. If I could get a, a bottle of Charles Shaw from Thomas Girardi's law firm. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. A disaster trauma kit, which Tom definitely needs right now. So he needs that. It's That's going for $65. I think that's like an earthquake preparedness kit. There's also floor rugs. There's like 30 stand-up printers, it looks like. Like this guy, this, this guy was printing tons. Uh, Aaron Brockovich um, uh, poster, of course, Yankee Stadium seat with letter of authenticity. Uh, we have a uh, oh, this is good. Oh, oh you like you this guys. one? Oh yeah, yeah, I like this one. There's an autographed photo of Jay Leno framed, and that's, I mean, just the king of comedy himself to have that is just. And then there's a lot of law books. They look like they haven't been cracked. Uh, then a lot of soft covers, a lot of John Grisham's, Michael Crichton's. Um, <laughs> There is a Cartier book for three twenty-five. That's a pricey item. Um, you know, there's something for everybody. I do suggest, like, it's you know, get your family shop early for Christmas. I'm going to talk to Bill and Becky Bailey see if they want anything for like a holiday item that I could get them for a gift. Because nothing says I love you like uh, a Thomas Girardi estate sale from his office. But there is these people must have just been drinking their balls off at this office because there's so many unopened wine bottles and stuff. Well, I think you get a lot of wine and law is like a gift or, you know, from vendors. So litigators work with a lot of different vendors. So at holiday times, it's not uncommon to get to regift. Yeah. No, or to get like a bottle of wine to commemorate something. So I'm not surprised. And I do think even at my law firm, there is like a wine fridge for like events that we would hold in the office. Well, you, you, you're off in Chicago. You have a lot of personal items in there. If this was Megan's estate sale, you have like a, don't you have like a photo of like the big Lebowski in your law office or something? I do. I, if, if someone were to liquidate the assets in the Megan Rooney um, office back in Chicago, someone would get a, a mini fridge, um, a Napoleon dynamite um, stand up <laughs> <laughs> character like, this, that says 20 lawyer, hilarious say it, say it. This lawyer was insane. Yes. <laughs> um, like an, and then uh, my mean, I have my original mean girl screen prints. Yeah, I think uh, I think you could probably make about forty seven dollars from the effects in my office in Chicago, and then my office here in L.A. Um, I think I have like an earthquake kit, so probably could make about $7. well, we know that's sixty five bucks for that. Now, well, then, hey. um, so the other thing too, I wanted to point out some things just to dissuade you guys from bidding against me. Closing date, Wednesday, August 25th, of course. Um, we do not ship to buyers, which we've uh, talked about. You pick up from Girardi Keys offices. So maybe that day I'll just go with like uh, Bravo Action News and I'll just interview oh, people coming 100%. to pick up the estate sale. So you might meet me for your pickup if you come to this. And this is another interesting thing I said that comes with it. Your credit card on file will be charged after the auction for the bid price plus an 18% buyer's premium plus sales tax. So you guys, you're bidding and you're also going to have to be paying 18% more. How do they sneak that in? I feel like that's a crime on top of a crime. Unclear. I'm impressed that you read the fine print. You could be a lawyer, Ryan. Thank you. Wait, what is all this stuff? Modular office workstation. Okay, modular office workstations, bookcases. Um, that's see, there's a, a brass contents wall. of kitchen is my favorite. I think we should see. No, but get this one brass wall signs that all say Girardi Keese is going for $475. So all really the brass signs, down. 
no, but it's like Girardi keys. So I get it, but it's like, I feel like they should split that up and you could get more money, but somebody bid $475 for all the gold signs. Like, is that Perhaps. what you, I mean, it's, it has the name. And then there's like really nice office chairs. There's like a Herman Miller office chair that's going for $180. And then there's these fancy law chairs. One's $45. There's, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Oh, shit. What? Click, oh, what you guys. get click, 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 Kenny Rogers. Wait, there, Kenny, where? There, get the Kenny Rogers autograph right above the oh, Herman okay. Miller chair. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you guys, there is. <laughs> you got to know when not, to hold them. There is not one, but there is three. Framed photos of Kenny Rogers, one with Tom Girardi and Kenny, one with Tom Girardi, Kenny and another gentleman, and then one with Kenny and another gentleman. I don't know, but that is going for $65. A photo of Thomas Girardi with Kenny Rogers. It says, that's Tom, thanks for all you do. Your friend, Kenny Rogers. And sadly, it does look like Kenny Rogers is dead in the photo. So it, uh, um, no, this is, see, by the way, look at him. He's cherubic there. How dare he? Like, he had a bigger okay. coat than me. Do you not see that? I see that Do you now. Do not see that? I see that now. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? I know we're running I, but out you of have time. a better body than Tom Girardi. You Thank win. Thank you. Everyone I mean, but agrees. The, but, the, but the fact that I even had to talk you into that, the fact that I even had to like suggest that I had a better body is so weird to me. Like, I, I feel like that would be an obvious thing. Like you're I'm ta- you look taller troll. than I'm him. Sincerely a troll. No, that's how. No, you're that's, not. Yeah. You you're taller than him. In my head, I thought perhaps you you know taller men you know need like a longer size. Oh my god. Okay, hey, okay. I admitted that I was bigger than the alleged Erica Jane underwear. So like we're even. <laughs> we're our bodies aren't where we want uh, them to be. It's expensive to be me. Hey hey. hey. Okay. So uh, go go to more items. Click on um, Kenny Rogers. There was like a panty gate there joke you could have made. I'm oh, clearly so I'm watching season ne- seven right time, now. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get back to some stuff. Okay, so we're yeah, so the painting of Thomas Fujarati framed outbid. That's at 325 Chinese needlepoint. We're at 170 on that outbid. Erica Jane collectibles, 825. That's Thank you, shocking to me. Yeah, because like, by the way, guys, it, it looks, looks like, like shitty mag- it looks like shitty magazines and stuff. It it's doesn't like even she- have a description. It's on the cover of Billboard magazine, which she paid to get on. And like it's I think this is a, the biggest waste of money, 825. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, but wait, here wait. it is. No. This is this is where Didn't it's worth it. it. Okay. Yeah. There's framed photos of them. Okay, now I see. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why you want. That's why you want it. You want the picture that he had of him and his wife on the desk. Yeah, I just thought it was the magazines, but now I see with the because it reminds him. You know, when you have a picture of your spouse on your desk, it reminds you that you actually do have a family at home because he might forget he has Alzheimer's. That would be cool if I did have podcast offices, and then somebody comes in and I'm like, "Can I show you a picture of Thomas Girardi's wife?" Like you know, instead of (laughs) let me show you Thomas Girardi's wife. I'm very proud of her. I think you have plenty at your desk right now. It's... You mean all the Jax photos and the Luann photos and stuff? Yes. You have, like, you okay. may be at capacity. X out of this. Okay. And okay. What's so frame photo? We're, we're, we're not going to say anything about this. Okay. Our, our secret okay, hopes yeah, and dreams. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, might bid on, I, might, I might bid on this one more time. I think that's a mistake. I mean, I think. Yeah. Like I mean, next week, like not drive there, it up now. Is there anything else that's because this out stuff to is you? really expensive? I mean, if it fit me, I would probably. Well, you know, it. what's funny is that we have the receipt. We could return it once we get it to agent provocateur. Well, here. So, I mean, those are cute. Um, 
<laughs> check out the buttons on this one. I could get Medita to. <laughs> I could get Medita to uh, Photoshop that on you. Yeah, Photoshop is on to me. Like I won. <laughs> um, that is that's Patreon only, folks. Um, go, but look, the receipt doesn't have the price on it. So the 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 as the order date. Okay. What what it's called? The though, dispatch he, date. It was delivered. He ordered a birthday suit, Oliver T, an Anushka bra, an Anushka overt, and Anushka suspender. This guy loved Anushkas. And in the box with the notes. This is just a, an embarrassment of wealth. Uh, okay, go back to the items that you're not winning. The the start of just as we start closing up um, the talk here. Let's see all of the items once again. The first page. Wait, like all. Yeah, that you're like not cat- winning. Like it's cat- all the, like the whole yeah, thing. The whole catalog. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so you start off with some projectors, some TVs, a stereo. Now there's a desk clock that's going for 170, which must be engraved or something because it did. And here's the oh, this oh it has is what- three different time zones. Yeah, but it must say Girardi Key somewhere on it because it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't say that it does. It must, and it must, it must have some magical properties or something. But yeah, this is the interesting stuff. Um, if you exit out of this, there's a lot of awards, not not uh, wall awards, but actual like awards. So there's the Litigating Legend Award going for two hundred dollars. Uh, the Trial Lawyer Hall of Fame from 2014. That was a a big, highly contested race, but Tom pulled it out. I think There's, they may have like like rescinded some of these. Well, we're actually get, we're getting to buy them. There's a Thomas V. Girardi Award, a Thomas V. Girardi Award. Did he just create his own award? There's a Gladiator Award for Thomas V. Girardi. There's a Girardi Gulfstream Four model plane that uh, Thomas owned. Um, there's a framed U.S. Fra- flag, Land of the Free. There's a Man of the Year Award. That's a keeper. Um, it's glass, and it has his name. It's lot 21. Oh, and uh, there's a little, it's measured. It's measured. It's eight yeah, tall. eight inches. If you can see that going on your desk, it's only eight <laughs> right. inches. A lot of coffee right. tables, uh, waiting Where's room chairs. Yeah. Um, a lot of five-drawer file cabinets. Uh, uh, Look at uh, this complete desk set for $2. A coat and hack. See, that's a, the coat and hat rack is going for $30. So what, what people are buying is just really interesting. But like, um, that's something you could, we could pick that up and drive that home. And like you wouldn't need to like take a U-Haul. You can put that in the back of the Volvo. The desk would be a little harder for us to bring home, but I guess we have Big, Bill and Becky Bailey. They can ha- help. Okay, go to uh, two. Okay, now let's see here. This is just more. Now here's that. There's a Carl Heavy Duty two-hole paper puncher that I've got my eye on. Uh, then there's a three-hole puncher. I I don't think I need the three. The three-hole puncher is a little more pricier. Now here's there's a. Carl two hole paper puncher. It's going for zero dollars right now. That's free as of now. Then these are some electronic staplers. Three dollars. That's a good. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The am. Okay, this is a big one. Amethyst crystal. Now this is going for four twenty five, folks. But isn't crystal like not like it has to be for the original owner, and it's like bad luck to like take somebody else's crystal? Well, you know, or Ryan, am I just you're hearing? Be, you, don't don't you have a special podcast guest coming up that's a crystals expert? Yes, I. Oh, I should ask about that. Yeah, yeah you should. You like should that. say, yeah. hey, how do I recharge this crystal to get rid of the bad juju? Oh, that's a great question. Now, there's a metal rooster for one hundred and ten dollars. Uh, there's a baseball player wine bottle holder for twenty five dollars. That's tacky. Uh, there's a bear head sculpture. 
Now, these are Chinese-raised Clazan vases, $300. That's a big one. There's a framed Marilyn Monroe Norma Jean naked photo for $275. Um, a lot I think of other decanter sets actually really pretty. The decanter set is cool, but it's three fifty. It's like going for a real price. So right, I mean, uh, for that price, you can get that Tom Girardi painting. You have your eye on. Yeah, exactly. So there's like crystal rocks. Um, yeah, I mean, this is all. I mean, a some lot of those paintings are not awesome. I'm sure. I mean, you have very talented artists as listeners that could probably do a recreation for you. But I know you. Well, want, no, would like, be what no, was but no, would, there. Would, no, but no, would also be cool is if I get somebody to. It's like Thomas Girardi. And all the Supreme Court justices with the thumbs up. And, and then, then they I'm, put you I, in it. And then I'm next to them with a smile yeah. on my face, you know, like looking down. Um, I think you could so, like really step up. You could get something from this auction and then really make it your own. No, I think. And that's what I said. I just leave my shit alone, folks. You can bid on whatever you want. There's a lot of stuff to bid on, but just leave my stuff alone or I will. Oh, a bedazzled globe is going for 150. Now, the vintage, there's a vintage Hermes 3000 typewriter that's going 675. That's a good one. Elsie Smith and Bros typewriter 140. How about the Laker championship ring box? Yeah, guys, he has a Laker championship (laughs) ring, but they're just selling the box for $70, I guess. Thomas must be wearing the ring. There's an autographed 2011 Masters flag from the golf, and there's a lot of guitars. There's a acoustic guitar, a Fender player Stratocaster for 350. There's a Manny Pacquiao painting. There's a lot of paintings of leopards and zebras. This guy was a collector. And yeah, if uh, you're if your listeners are really into shopping, you've really just taken them on a journey. Yeah. So if you want your loved ones, your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, your girlfriends to give you something special, uh, I strongly suggest you go to this. Uh, 360bid.hbid.com and uh, click on the Thomas Girardi stuff. Megan, I know you have a heart out, so thank you so much for going through this with me. Any any final thoughts before we let you go? No, I, I just can't wait for us to go pick up uh, the winnings. Yeah, that's going to be a big sad day for all of us. Um, it would be cool if Thomas is out there. With, <laughs> I think uh, I think if you win one of his sign and a spare cup, you know, like yeah, if you win one of his suits, which. I admit would be way too big on your very Thank fit, you. taut body. Um, you, could, you could put it on immediately and you could wear it as your Bravo Action News jacket and oh, report from the line. Boom. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, I do have to run. We'll talk to you next time. All right, see you later. Bye. Betches.